2: Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. It is time for another wonderful show. I got a great guest who will be calling in. Uh, we're having a little trouble with the phone, so it may take a second or 2 um, And I just want to remind everybody that this is uh, our next to last show of the year, even though this is the first show of December. Uh, We are going to be closing down the station for the last two weeks of the year, um, going away on a little vacation. So uh, we're giving everybody the last two weeks off. Usually we're only closed the last week of the year, um, but this uh, year we're taking uh, both weeks off. Okay, so um, we will start um, with our quotes of the day, as always, from Abraham and from the universe. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Ever wonder, when looking back at your life, why it's easier to remember the good than the bad, the pleasant than the unpleasant? the laughs than the cries? It's simply because there's always a lot more of the former in every life. Megamore, the universe. Ah, We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Um, and, you know, this kind of goes against what you might typically think, um, that looking back, it's easier to remember the good than the bad. Um, because actually the way our brains are programmed, we normally uh, think more of the negative than the positive. Um, however, uh, they're actually, and, and this is sort of a trick that the mind plays because the mind, uh, you know, was developed to help us with survival. And, and in order to survive, we had to be on the lookout for, you know, the tigers in the jungle, the snakes on the ground, the, you know, anything that could be of danger. And so our minds are finely tuned to recognize when there is danger uh, around us. Um, So uh, when we think about things, we normally kind of remember the negative stuff. But actually, if we were to take a fully uh, 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 factual look at life, at what's going on around us, we would actually find that there's a lot more of the good stuff instead of the bad stuff around us. Um, because, um, life is, is much more positive. Life is, is much more, uh, uh, supportive. Life is, is much more, um, open to us than we think. Um, and, uh, it's just that we have a tendency to think about to look at those things that are that are not so good um in fact they are and and this is uh, you know is usually highlighted uh pretty well by this book Pronoia. you know a lot of people think like oh the universe is out to get me you know that idea of paranoia you know oh the whole universe the whole world is out to get me in fact if we look Um, uh, at what's really going on, there's actually a lot more good stuff happening in the world. There's a lot more positive stuff happening all around us than negative stuff. So uh, a wonderful quote from Mike Dooley in the universe, Um, trying to remind us that um, there's always a lot more good, much more than the negative in our lives. Okay, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Act a little less and think a little more. We're not saying stop acting and do it all in mind. We're saying work your 8 hours or your 10 hours or your 16 hours. Just spend at least 10 or 15 minutes in a day where you are working 8, 10, 16 hours of physical action in order to maintain the physical stuff that you've gathered around you, trying to find pleasure from some vision. Afford yourself that, and that 10 or 15 minutes that you are finding pleasure will cause a focalization of energy within you that the universe will actualize around you. You will begin to notice that you are more productive because of 15 minutes of visualization than you were from 16 hours of hard labor. Abraham. Okay. So this goes really to the heart of of what Abraham teaches about the law of attraction, which a lot of people really get wrong. A lot of people think that uh, when you hear people talk about the law of attraction, that it's all about, let me sit back and meditate and visualize, and I, I don't have to do anything, I just have to sit here and feel good. And that's not what Abraham is saying. What Abraham is saying is that, yes, you still have to go out. You still have to take action. You still have to do the things that you would normally do to build your business, to find that amazing relationship, to have the career you want, to to, to, to have the contribution you want. You still have to do all that work. But what Abraham is saying is, is that before you do all that work, before you engage in all that physical action, to just spend a few minutes each and every day lining yourself up energetically with what it is you're trying to create, with what it is you're trying to manifest around you, with what it is you want to see in the world. And that by taking those few minutes at the beginning of the day to to really center yourself and align yourself energetically with this vision that you have, that that will do more good for you than all the hours of working that you put in. Both are necessary. Both are absolutely necessary. But taking the time to sit back, breathe, be present, and really create that vision for your day, your week, your month, your year, whatever it happens to be, is so, so important. And what it does is energetically, it's kind of like greasing the wheels. It's kind of like you're, you're setting yourself up for success by taking this time ahead of time to really put that energy out there. And it's kind of like you're bushwhacking in the jungle. So by energetically kind of bushwhacking your day ahead of time, by being just still and present and visualizing it, that then when you actually go to take the action, then that action will flow much more smoothly. Then that action will yield much more results. That action will be so much more effective because you spent that 10, 15 minutes ahead of time just lining yourself up and lining up the energy around your day. Now, this is something because I, I, I talk to people all the time and people are so, I mean, uh, less now, I think, than people used to be, but people are so up on law of attraction. And, oh, yeah, you, I'm going to use law of attraction to, to attract this or that, or, you know, whatever it happens to be. A- and I just want you to know, like, yes, the action is important. You can't just sit around on your sofa all day long visualizing yourself into creating something amazing. You're not doing because you're not doing the creation part. But what Abraham is teaching, what I'm saying to you is before you get to that creation part to just sit back, take some time and really align yourself with what you're about to create you just make it so much easier for yourself to go out there and then do the things that you want to do and be the person you want to be because you're setting yourself up energetically to actually you know achieve and 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 have those things in your life so two wonderful amazing quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. I hope you enjoyed them. I did. Um, And of course, we will have more next week, which will be our last week, our last show of the year. Oh, and uh, people are piling on on the Facebook Live. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, Who do we have here? We have Dawn, Judith, Maria, uh, Wayne, Cree. Ah, my friend from uh, Kentucky. Welcome, Cree. Chris, Denise and Noreen, fellow Talk Radio NYC host, Noreen Sumter. Make sure you catch her show Tuesday nights, 9 p.m., Beyond Potential. Awesome. So, um, well, we're actually about to go to break. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take us out to break a little bit early. And then when we come back, I will introduce you to our guest who is on the line. And we will get going with today's show. And I hope you stick around. It's going to be a great show. Stay with us. We will be right back after these messages.
1: You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network.
3: Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and
4: conversations got you down? Hi.
2: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m., except for the last two weeks of the year. We're taking off uh, for a vacation. It's been quite a while since I've had a vacation. I'm a big believer you got to take time for yourself. So I'm doing it this year. Um, uh, Quick shout out on the Facebook Live. Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi. And Coy Brown says, hello, Sam, new to the show. Looking forward to listening to you and Alina's discussion. Alina is a great Friend. Ah, uh, awesome coy. Thank you for joining us. So he spilled the beans, so it's time for me to introduce my guest. Uh, uh, international best-selling author, speaker, coach, syndicated radio show host, and successful entrepreneur, Alina Chapman. Alina is not just a coach nor a thought leader. Alina is the soul nurturer. Ooh, I like that. Whose company, the Chapman Life Institute, works with clients from around the world to identify what they really want to achieve in life from a space of compassion, non-judgment, and love. Alina is a two-time international bestseller and has more than 30 years of deep study with people like Bob Proctor, Dr. Wayne Dyer, among others. Uh, Through her two books... Uh, You Can't Escape from a Prison, You Don't Know You're in One, and her newest one, The Prison Effect, weekly emails, uh, newsletters, online group coaching sessions, and through her work with the Savvy Sisterhood. Uh, Alina joyfully pursues her passion of leading people to new lives in which they experience their highest levels of happiness, confidence, strength, and purpose, and I'm very pleased to welcome her to the show today. How are you doing, Alina?
6: I'm doing fabulous, Sam. And thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited, and thank you to Corey too.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you have your fans out there. So, um, oh, so uh, nice. yeah. Thank you, thank you for taking the time to come in. So, I always like to start off um, with like a little bit of a background, just to give people context. Um, sure. Uh, 30 years of studying with people like Bob Proctor and Wayne Dyer. How did you get on this path? I mean, were you like studying when you were like five years old? You found a a self-help book? (laughs) Oh, I love you.
6: (laughs) I actually started, Sam, at 18. And the reason why, um, I I actually started because I couldn't figure out. I knew what I wanted to do. And yet everybody was so negative and saying, well, that's going to be hard. You can't do that. I didn't understand why everybody was being so grouchy. And I didn't understand why they didn't see what I saw. And I ran across a video. Um, well, actually, it was a PBS. You know Wayne Dyer used to do the PBS thing?
5: Ah, okay, and yes. And
6: I listened to that, and I said, I want to learn more. I'm going to learn more about this and see why people seem to not see their own potential, and they always want to drag me down with it. Mm. And that's how I started to learn. That started my path for a long time because I just love this stuff.
2: Wow, wow. That's so funny. I mean, I I got kind of started on this stuff when I was in college because a high school friend of mine got me involved in one of these direct selling companies. And a big part of like teaching you was learning. And I remember the first book I read, I think, was The Magic of Thinking Big. And then, of course, Think and Grow Rich. And, and then, you know, from there, you know, you just don't stop. And then Tony Robbins and all these other uh, personal development people all. that then kind of led me to more of the spiritual stuff. So uh, it's so yeah. interesting how our paths kind of wind around that bring us to. To uh, to where we are. So, when did you decide, or, or was there a particular incident that kind of made you decide that, like, this is what you wanted to do with your life, that you wanted to help other people, that you wanted to empower people to have better lives? Like, like, was that like from the get-go, from the beginning, or, or was that something more that got cultivated later on?
6: You know, it got cultivated. I I studied this, and I, but I was doing other things. It didn't. You know, it takes sometimes something to happen to you, and then what you learn Absolutely. from that is what propels you forward. Well, that's mm-hmm. usual. Mm-hmm. And I had an instant in my life that was a, um, pretty traumatic. It, w- it was while I was going through my divorce, and I uh, can't say it was related to the divorce, but it went okay. alongside of it.
5: Okay. And
6: it was some really traumatic and very hard um, attacks on my family and myself.
5: Ooh. And
6: you could call it bullying. You could call mm. it, but it was on every level—economic, personal, um, oh just uh, every everything and then everywhere, Man. everywhere you turned. And it was really—it propelled my family and myself into this world of. It was an awful world, Sam. It was of um, you know mistrust mm. and and just um, really people would just stabbing each other in the back and and there was just no trust. It was wow. a and I had to make a conscious decision. And luckily I had had so much training which I do think is why I was able to survive that. Right. But I had to decide, is this a world I want to stay in?
2: Mm. We lived through that
6: for 6 years.
2: Oh my god, 6 years. That's a long I time. I
6: had to decide. Yeah, well I'll tell you what, what I learned was the power of our own perception and our will. I decided we were not going to live in that world. And I pulled Mm -hmm. my family out of that and we started to form our getting stronger and develop, you know, forming our family and starting to move forward in positive ways, knowing Mm -hmm. where we were going. And it didn't mean that we didn't handle the crises that came along, but we didn't get swallowed up in it. Right. and we knew we weren't going to stay in it.
5: Right. And right.
6: it changed. I started thinking that's when I got the first-hand feeling of when you really do change your perception mm. that you have the power to change your world.
2: Right. Right. So yeah, cuz it's all about And
6: uh, that's when I wrote the so, book.
2: Ah, okay. Yeah, that was going to be my next question of of what what got you to write your books. But I mean, uh, I, I just wanted to comment on it that that's kind of um, uh, uh, how we we empower ourselves when we realize we always have a choice, right? Of how we respond to it, right? You had a exactly. choice how you were going to respond to the situation you were in. Somebody else who yeah. could be in the exact same situation could have responded completely differently from you but you made a decision, you made a choice that you weren't going to let these situations tear you down and turn you into somebody who you were not, that you were going to find a way to still be who you authentically were um, and and respond from a different place.
6: Exactly. Exactly. And the reward of that was we did get our life in order. We have a very close, warm, and wonderful family, my three boys and myself. Ah. We we succeeded. We got through it, and now we're thriving.
2: Ah, and what more
6: could you want in life? Yeah, you
2: know? yeah. No, that's great. That's great. So, yeah. so, so. And that's what I teach. Yeah, and that. And so you, you you started to talk about what I wanted to touch upon next, which is you know what kind of triggered you to to start writing books, and and I also wanted to ask you because I'm just curious because you have the word prison in both titles. (laughs) So I'm just curious (laughs) why that
5: is.
6: (laughs) The psychologist in you is coming out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Prison means sometimes we don't, we we walk around not understanding that we can get out of whatever we're in. And and it's a prison. It's a prison. It's a mental prison. It's Mm -hmm. one of the worst prisons possible. Because if you don't see how you can get out, you truly are stuck. Mm-hmm. And so how do you wake up from that prison? How do you uh, see the possibilities out before you? Mm-hmm. And, I'm, you know, and I'd love to say we're going to make a million dollars. And yes, you can. Right. But sometimes it's just a matter of being happy. And right. it's just a matter of, of feeling good about who you are. And sometimes it's just right. saying that, you know, I'm going to set up the boundaries and start getting out of where I am and into where I want to be in my life.
2: Right, right. And
6: that's, that's, that's waking up from the prison. That's consciously waking up. Otherwise, we just go around, go around and get numb right. and, and start to fall asleep in that prison. And before you know it, we're tiptoeing our ways to retirement and death. Right,
2: right. You know? And sometimes it's yeah. not about making the million dollars. You know, sometimes no. the real lesson for us is to learn to enjoy our lives. And 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 give ourselves a, a nice life without having to wait until you know you hit a jackpot that you may never hit, or 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 you know have your business or career take off successfully. And sometimes the the lesson is just about we're here to enjoy each and every day, regardless yeah. of what's going on in, with our bank account. You know, I just uh, sometimes I feel the way society is, it just keeps pressuring us to pay so much attention to our bank account that we're not really paying attention to our life
6: and you and i both know that if we're paying attention so much and being dragged down by the circumstances outside of ourselves that it's going to bring us down into it but if Mm -hmm. we make the decision and it and it is a decision
2: Absolutely. of
6: creating and being in that happy mode ourselves.
2: Absolutely. And
6: I mean, I, I remember a time when I only had $200 to my name and I gave 20 of it to a homeless woman. Wow. And I remember I did not allow myself to think that I could not that I was going to stay at that $200 level. Mm. I didn't obsess about it. Mm. I knew that this was temporary. I am going to get where I want to go, and I let it go, and I started to just take the movement forward, having fun, letting it all go, knowing that it's going to be cured, and it Uh, did.
2: Right. Right. Too Wonder-
6: much time we spend so much time obsessing about what we don't want
2: Right we don't
6: enjoy what we do want.
2: Right. Exactly, you know? exactly, because we're we're just focused on the wrong things and and that we're it's am- focused on the wrong things. And and it's amazing how when we shift that focus from what we don't want, what we don't have, to what we do want and what we do have, how much those things now start to expand in our lives.
6: Exactly.
2: Beautiful. You know,
6: that's why I started Savvy Sisterhood, and, oh, and really? I did it for women uh, at this point. I will start a group for men eventually, but <laughs> we do have um, for women, because women always thrived so wonderfully when we had like-minded communities, right. and we we grew with each other because we fed each other hope. We fed each other um, uh, possibilities. Right. And in a good community. Right. And with our busy lives and with people moving so many different ways away from community and the suburbs that don't even know their neighbors, we have lost so much community.
5: Yeah. That's yes. why I
6: started Savvy Sisterhood. Yeah. It is a community of like minded women. With with that growth and that want to grow, that want to share, that want to support each other. And it just it's it's an answer to to that to help people grow into their lives. Wonderful. That they want. <laughs> so so
2: why, don't, why don't you explain to our audience what uh, the the savvy sisterhood is?
6: Ah, uh, savvy sisterhood. <laughs> I started. Actually, it hasn't really been that long. I started it in July just because I oh. wanted to have a community for women. Yeah, I know. Oh, I didn't and realize it's it was home so soon. To I. I know it's amazing. It's actually um, it's grown over three thousand wow. already, and it is um, highly interactive. Uh, women are. We try to do interviews on there. We we do a lot of posts. We do a lot of interaction, questions, and things. The questions are all designed though. I really think about the questions because uh. I want you to start thinking about the habits you've created in your life. I want you to start thinking about cool things that you can implement that are easy, that will better your day. Mm-hmm. So all these posts and questions we ask, people answer, and then they start um, commenting on each, you know, helping each other on anything that they're going through. Mm-hmm. And also it helps us to also, some of us are starting new businesses and people are helping with that. There's so many different factions wow. of what the women are doing. It's it's phenomenal. And then for the one who wants more in the personal growth, we have Savvy Sisterhood 2 and Savvy Sisterhood 3, which are courses and working ah. with me personally so that they can get whatever it is that they need to achieve whatever they want to achieve in their life.
2: Wonderful, wonderful. So So we just have a couple of minutes before break. I'm just curious, could you share with us maybe a typical question that you might post on the Savvy Sisterhood to get people thinking?
6: Oh, can I give an uh, an exercise, actually? That is really cool, really oh, quick.
2: Sure, if you want it, to do an exercise instead. We just sure.
6: posted this. We okay. just posted this. And we put a jar. You put a jar on your counter. Mm-hmm. And every time, starting starting on the New Year, you, po- you put in there everything. You come home at night and think, what is good today? And you write it down ah. and you put it in the jar.
2: Oh, I like and that. And then on
6: New Year's Eve you open it up and you look at all the beauty and the cool things that have happened to you in the last year.
2: Ooh, ooh, I like that. So you're like you're, you're like you like your... You like that? Yeah. So what what do you call the jar? Do you have a name for the jar? Is it like your happy jar or something? No, <laughs> we didn't
6: go that far. But ah. you know what? You can name
2: your own jar. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm going to have to think of a good name for my jar now. Um, yeah, my, my happiness deposit jar. <laughs> Oh,
6: I like that.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. And so real quick, yeah. we're, we're going to go to break, but where do people find Savvy Sisterhood?
6: Oh, you go to, on your URL in Google, joinsavvysisterhood.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you can pick what you read about it, and you can join any level you like.
2: Wonderful, wonderful. And we'll post that in the Facebook video as well. Um, Lisa says, awesome. Uh, Chuck and, and Tanya Welcome to the live stream. We're going to take a quick break now. When we come back, we're going to talk with Alina a little bit more about community and the importance of community because this is a topic very near and dear to my heart. And I think uh, Alina will agree with me, this is a a very important time of the year to think about community. Yes? Yes. All right. So we will be right back after these messages.
1: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
4: Do you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin, together we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Talking
6: Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
2: And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with uh, a a community builder, coach, and thought leader, Alina Chapman, uh, creator of Savvy Sisterhood, which you can find at www.joinsavvysisterhood.com. And I just want to remind the listeners, if anyone would like to call in and ask Alina or myself a question, our call-in number is 877 480 four one two zero. So Alina, how did you come to realize the importance of community in our lives?
6: You know, it's funny. I I always have been helping people to gain their voice and to feel comfortable with who they are. Mm -hmm. And I was going I was walking through a parking lot. I was at an event and I was walking through the parking lot with two other women and I they started to talk about the communities they have been in that they miss. And this community had their friends and their grandmother and, and just the things, the cooking the, or, or the quilting that they, they were doing, quilting and, and cooking. And they talked about the growth and the support and how it helped them through the divorce or getting a new job or just getting out in the world. And I started to think about the communities I had been in. I had been in knitting communities. Uh It was during my toughest time. It was the women, my friends, the women that stuck by me to help me through six years of this. Mm -hmm. I started to think, you know what? We need this community. So I started doing research. Mm -hmm. And I learned that right now in America, we have, they're saying that there are more people lonely Now
2: than ever before. I just heard a a, a, really interesting statistic. I just heard a really interesting statistic that my coach told me that they did a survey of like how many close friends somebody had like 10, 15, or 20 years ago. And they said that like the average person could say they had like five really close friends. But they resurveyed the same people 10, 15, 20 years later and they only had one.
6: Yeah, yeah. And a Cigna Health insurer did a survey with 20,000, and they said 56% reported that most people around them really have nothing to do with them.
2: Wow.
6: So that's very high. That's over half. No.
5: Oh.
6: So I started thinking, you know, it's an important time in our history. It's an important mm-hmm. time in this world. It's We've got to get community back. to help foster the goodness and to help foster growth and to help foster positive, but not just positive, but a good feeling inside you and to have that confidence. And that's why I started Savvy Sisterhood. Beautiful, exactly why I started it.
2: Yeah, and and community is really so important. And this is uh, one of the reasons why, and I've talked a lot about this in the past on my show, about being involved in the shamanic work that I do, because it is very community-based, very kind of tribal in a way. And one of the things I say to people often is that, you know, we all have traumas. We all have, you know, uh, things that we've lived through or been through at the hands of other people that really was very unkind and harsh. And so it takes sort of some positive experiences with other people to offset those negative data points, those negative experiences. And so by really getting involved with a community that is uplifting, empowering, supportive, it does so much for us internally for even just our nervous system to help to undo a lot of those things we've experienced earlier in life. Yes,
6: it really does. And if you carry that through and you have that growth and you know and it gives you that confidence, then when things hit, it's like when I was you know had the 200 dollars in my pocket right. it it was all right. I knew I was going to get out of it. Right. I was going to make more money soon. I just had to think about how I wanted to do it mm. and And you get that resilience,
2: mm.
5: you
6: get that resilience, that's what you build right you, and that optimism right optimism. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah, community yeah. is so, so important these days. And, and um, you know, wh- one, uh, actually, one of the other hosts on the network uh, in, in the past has talked about how uh, the reason why men uh, are tend to do better than women in a lot of things has a, actually a lot to do with sports. He said that because men who, for the most part, again, this is a broad generalization, but men right. are the ones who, like, you know, play football and baseball and basketball and, you know, these team sports. So men learn how to work together at a pretty young age as a team, you know, and eventually, you know, to the yeah. army and, and and you know, to, to the military and stuff. So so like men have this sort of over the generations and generations and generations, can we kind of have it built into our DNA almost that we can work together as a group. Whereas women, because in the past they were the ones who were the the homemakers, the caretakers, raising the children, that was a little bit more solitary. And and women didn't necessarily work together as much, though this is definitely not true in many villages and many indigenous cultures where um, the women did work together. But in in Western society, they didn't. So... uh, he was saying that's why men always have this kind of advantage when it comes to like working together. But, but in my perception, it seems that in the last 10 years, shall we say that more and more groups specifically for women and more and more things to bring women together have been blossoming, uh, in, in the world around us. Have you seen that yourself as well?
6: I have. And mostly on the networking, um, ah savvy sisterhood is not so much on the ne- well we do a lot of networking yes but that's mm-hmm. not our primary source it is to gain that that building of oneself mm-hmm. and also building with friends and also knowing that women are here we're here to support each other and and not to not to be nitpicky or mean to each other to right. and also to bring that out into the world it is it, i guess the like mindedness is on wanting self-improvement or ease and betterment in your life Hmm. and then everyone gathers around for that although we do have our marketing monday and things like that
5: Uh, but
6: you know women have been more and more in sports i would love for your listeners even to comment if if they find that women who are in the sports do they stay because i know men because i have three boys (laughs) when they're in sports they they socialize in those teams. Right. When they go to college, they stay in contact with those teams. When they start to get a job, they stay you know in contact. Do women in sports do that when they're in sports in high school? I'd be very interested in that. Mm. That's something I'm going to look up, but maybe your listeners know.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good Community question. Community is important. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So listeners out there, and actually we got a few new people on the Facebook Live, William, Fred, Patrice. Nice to see you, Patrice, Uh, Joe. Um, Anybody out there on the Facebook Live know, um, do women uh, on sports teams when they're younger in uh, middle school, high school, do they stay in touch? Do they hang out afterwards or, or not so much? I'd be curious to hear the answer of that.
6: Just a little. We'll do our own survey. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
6: (laughs) But Savvy Sisterhood, I love it because now we have already started Mm. getting online. We're online, but I'll tell you what. We've now started getting ambassadors in towns where these Savvy Sisters actually meet. Uh. And they get to discuss and get to know each other. And then I'm actually going to be out in your neighborhood, out in New York City city on may 4th and 5th we're going to have a savvy sisterhood summit
2: oh wonderful
6: yeah so what we're trying to do is bring you know we're trying to get it offline and into people's you know face-to-face um experience Mm.
5: so if
6: i travel places i don't know if you know this but if i like i went to las vegas Mm -hmm. i actually met with savvy sisterhood Savvy Sisters in Las Vegas. I had lunch Ah, with them. I'll contact them because it is about community. It's not some, oh yeah, we're really great, we're online and we're commenting. Mm -hmm. We're bringing it into our world as much as we can. So on um, the 4th and 5th in May, we're Mm -hmm. having, at Columbia University, we're having the Savvy Sisterhood Summit.
2: Oh, wonderful. And it's really
6: shaping up to be fantastic. Two days of real insp- inspiration, growth, and skills that you can use in your business and your life. Oh. Plus, we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> Yes, fun is very important.
2: <laughs> fun is very important. Uh, do you have a website up for the event or anything, or is it on your regular website?
6: You know, right now it is on my website. And okay. if you go to Elena, which is A L E N A, Chapman Life and Chapman Life, it's all one word, dot mm-hmm. com, that's my website. Elena Wonderful, Chapman, Elena. with a P, life,
2: Wonderful. Okay, good. Yeah. So make sure you go there, check it out, the Savvy Sisterhood Summit. Um, yeah, we have uh, some people, actually, they're, they're A couple of hosts who do a show on Friday on the network, Joan and Priya. I bet they would be interested in it, so I'll let them know about it tomorrow.
6: Oh, very cool. And right now we have early bird ticket sales, so you get a good price. On top of the really, you'll get a lot of information. I'll tell you some of the guests we have. We we have Nancy Levin of Hay House. Hmm. We're looking at Elaine Cardone. We're seeing if that sounds like that's going to work. She's going to come and speak. I am, Mm -hmm. of course, going to speak. (laughs) I should Um, hope so. It's your summit. (laughs) We're thinking wonderful my mentor he might be coming in uh, uh we're looking at that right now we're talking to him bob proctor we're hoping he will come in uh, televised for us so lots of inspiration a lot of wonderful. power in this two days that is just going to bring your world to another level
2: wonderful wonderful beautiful beautiful um Fun. so um i'm curious uh You know, you you've created this network. You're creating with uh, connecting with people online and offline. What kind of feedback have you gotten from some of the women who've joined Savvy Sisterhood? Like, what have they said? Like, how has it helped them being part of this community? Oh my gosh!
6: Well, you know, I have to say it's it's like anything else. It's what you put into it. If you're really active and you're learning and growing, I have um, we have Savvy's all over the world already. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of the Internet. But I have um, w- one woman in well, Gosh, I hear this more than they are. But mm-hmm. one testimonial in, in Wales, Sally, she's done a total transformation in the little bit of time we've had here. Ah. And she's now at a place where she feels so much contentment and peace. Mm-hmm. And she's just accept herself for who she is. We just did. I offer different things in the community for women to come to mm-hmm. because. Uh, it's more community and growth, and we had a balance and renew weekend this past mm. weekend in French Lick, Indiana. Believe it or not,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> and I had women that came from New York and Michigan and Indiana, uh, and they it was. I kept it small. We all got together and we learned about ourselves. And we learned about why we don't value to keep this balance and renewal in our day. Mm. And how do we keep balance and renewal in our day? Because you and I both know, Sam, if you don't feel energized or you don't feel renewed and you don't feel calm, you can't give that to somebody else.
2: Absolutely. If you're
6: grumpy, they're going to be grumpy. Right. You know?
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So so
6: how do we change that? So uh, I get really good. They love it. The women love it. Wonderful. And and they love growing and sharing.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, believe it or not, I can't believe it. It's already time for our last break of the show. You see, it goes so fast when you're having fun. So uh, when we (laughs) come back, um, uh, I just want to talk a little bit more about your latest book, The Prison Effect and about your radio show, because you were a fellow radio show host. So um, yeah, um, yeah. let's get into that as we close out the show. Um, so everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this live every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. And if anyone wishes to call in, the call-in number is 877-480-4120. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
2: The best designs for your life start
1: talkingalternative.com
2: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Elena Chapman, uh, creator of the Savvy Sisterhood uh, and uh, the Chapman Life Institute, which you can find at elena, L E N A Chapman Um, So, Elena, this book, uh, your latest book, The Prison Effect, uh, what is it? Yeah. What do people get from it? What is it really about?
6: Ah, well, first of all, it, it wakes them up,
5: mm-hmm. but they
6: also gain the skills, and they really do gain them because at, and at the end of every chapter, I give them exercises. It's called time to focus that they can ah. do for their own life, but it really gives them the skills to start creating a life with a changing their perception, seeing things in a better way, starting to start rejoicing in life and themselves. Also, starting to love who they are. Mm. So, it's a book that really helps change. You're not changed, better. I like to say better because there's nothing mm. wrong with us. Right. It's just getting it to be a better life. Right. And, and it gives you solid skills, very tangible, that you can do. And you don't have to do the whole book at once. You do it, you do one skill at a time or one realization at a time. Wonderful. And just build that life you want. And that's what it does. Everything I do does that.
2: Excellent, excellent. And where can people find your books? Are they in like Amazon and all over the place?
6: Oh gosh, yes. It's in Bar- uh, the Barnes and Noble, and uh-huh. even your local Barnes and Noble can order it for you if it's not in the in the store. Okay. And also uh, Amazon, and also you you can just go to theprisoneffect dot com. the ah, And okay. Effect dot com. We actually have some gifts for you when you buy the book ah. <laughs> because we have them. Um, Yes, we've got one And for all those business people out there. If you want to learn more about PR Mm -hmm. or if you want to learn about speaking, Mm -hmm. we've got two programs as a gift for you.
2: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And and you have your own radio show, don't you?
6: I do. I love it, yeah. 30-Minute Moments.
2: Okay, and how do people tune into that?
6: Oh, gosh. 30-Minute Moments is... um, It's everywhere. It's also a podcast. Okay. It's through WoWo, uh, W-O-W-O, WoWo.com. It's also on pod, you know, iPod, I don't know them all, Auduboom, (sighs) podcast, something. iTunes, all those places, yeah. You just look up 30-minute moments.
2: Okay,
5: And as we
6: say, it's for ease and betterment in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, We get guests from all, I'm just so blessed. The Mm -hmm. guests that I get are from all over that um, bring, Everything, that from different areas. Like, we had um, Matt Kahn of Hay House. Oh, I love Matt Kahn. I
2: just saw him for the first Uh, time here in New York.
6: Really, my first human renaissance man. (laughs)
5: Mm.
6: (laughs) This man uh, wrote a book. uh, He has Create Your Own Wisdom is the name of the show. And his Mm. name is Dwayne J. Clark, and he truly is a Renaissance man,
5: ah. and his
6: perception of life is so cool. Ah. That was a fun one. But then we also have things on neural market marketing. We have things on empathy. We have things about starting to ask why. It's just it's a fun show.
2: Oh, cool! So it sounds like this is something both for men and women, not just for women.
6: Right. I am not just all women. <laughs> <laughs> you not know, like it. I like men. Very mm. much. I like to do things for men, also. <laughs>
2: mm, yes, yes. Thirty-minute moment. <laughs> you know, our guys, guys, us guys, yeah. us, us conscious men, you know, sometimes feel like we'd be left out because of all the stuff for women. So it's good to know uh, there's some stuff here for us too.
6: Well, savvy sisterhood, uh, it is for conscious men too. Ah. We do say that.
2: Oh,
5: okay. And so, if
6: you are a conscious man who wants to learn more and would really like like to come to the summit, then by all means, uh, we welcome you with open arms.
2: Oh, okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I appreciate that. So, uh, yeah. what, what's next for Elena?
6: <laughs> you know, I think what's next is just really taking savvy sisterhood and making sure that there are ambassadors everywhere mm. so that women can have this community person to person. And in the meantime, doing events that bring them closer to each other and also to themselves. Mm. I think if women uh, feel good about themselves, well, everyone, if people feel good about themselves, if they have that confidence and they have that love, I always say, you know, celebrate the love in your life because that's your strength. That's Mm. who you really are. And when you do that, you start to change the world. Not just your perceived world, but everyone's world.
2: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Mm -hmm. they they always say if you want to, If you want to change the world, you have to change your internal world.
6: You have to.
2: Well,
6: it's like putting on... It's it's putting on a really great pair of glasses that you can finally see Mm. instead of the ones that skewed your vision a little.
2: (laughs) Right, that were all dirty and greasy and... scratched up. Yeah, yeah. scratched up. Now you
6: put on the clear and now all of a sudden you see the world. Yeah. You know, because the world is... I always say there's always the world of the person who cannot really see very well. Mm. And then there is the magic and how it really unfolds when you put Mm. on the glasses that can see. Mm.
2: So, Elena, I'm just uh, in our last couple of minutes wondering if you have any advice for our audience who, let's say, are having a hard time finding their community, finding their tribe, finding the people that they resonate with. What would you recommend to somebody who says, you know, hey, uh, I, I, you know, the, the, there's, there's uh, you know, nobody at work, everyone at work is negative, and, and, you know, people in my neighborhood aren't nice. What do you recommend to people in terms of who are looking for a more uplifting community for themselves?
6: There are, there are a lot of, um, well, you know what? If you are starting to step out and you want to find a community, um, I'll be really straight honest with you. Start to look at some meetups. Look at what yes. they're about. There are meetups uh, in your area that are for everything. Law right. of attraction, there's spiritual, there's everything like that. And look online and just type in the interest that you have. What are you looking for in this community? Because mm-hmm. really, ideally, you want to be in one that you connect with people. And you want people who like what you like somewhat. Not right. everything, but most. Right. You can always look at Savvy Sisterhood, and, right. um, and that's that's a given. But maybe something else. Maybe you like knitting. Maybe you like um, rock climbing. Maybe you like soccer. Maybe right. whatever it is, but look and see. You've got to step out. We are so separate in our lives right now. Mm. Um, we're so busy at work. We're so busy at building our lives that we, we've got... And phones and and all this technology have really separated us. Mm-hmm. And so you have to step out. You can't expect that the community right. is going to come to you.
2: Exactly. You
6: have to step out and look. Yeah. And so. Figure out what you want
5: to do. Yeah, what and, do you want to do? And
2: and it's interesting you mentioned about Meetup dot com because I was thinking before when you talked about how you know you would go around and then like actually meet people from the Savvy Sisterhood in different cities. Yeah. Like that was Meetup's whole mission was to connect people online so they can meet in the real world. And like that's exactly. really you know where we can put our efforts is to just find. People who like the same things that we do. As you said, like whether it's, you know, hiking or doing something in nature or it's, you know, some interest, you know, do you like uh, pottery? Do you like dance? Do you like opera? You know, it's, there, there are a lot of different ways which we can find uh, an opportunity to connect to other people, but we have to step forward.
6: And we have to be consistent. Going one time is not going to form your community.
5: Right. But
6: going again and again, having, you know, being brave, stepping Mm -hmm. out, offering, you know, we've got a lot of introverts.
5: Yeah. So
6: just start to get really brave and just say, you know, uh, hi, I'm so and so, and I really look forward to meeting you. Or starting to meet people in that community, that's when you're going to start stepping fully into it.
5: Right,
2: right.
5: So Absolutely.
6: It's the
2: consistency. Yes, yes. Well, wow. Elena, I, I I can't believe it's already the end of the show. Uh, one more time, if you can uh, let people know where they can find you.
6: It's very simple. Um, if you are looking for the Savvy Sisterhood, go in your Google URL or whatever search
5: mm-hmm. and go
6: join com. Okay. And Savvy has bees by the way and if you want to learn more about Elena Chapman the website the the YouTube channels everything I'll make it real simple go to elena360.com very simple Uh, you can get everything there my uh. whole history (laughs) (laughs)
2: wonderful wonderful well elena um if if you write another book or we can get you sometime when you're in new york city come come into the studio i'd love to get you in studio next time so my audience can see how beautiful you are on camera oh
6: well thank you thank you i would love that thank you so much sam Mm -hmm. i have enjoyed this thoroughly
2: oh wonderful i'm so glad i'm so glad And so um, I want to thank, of course, all of our audience and uh, my dear friend Eugenia tuning in all the way from Uganda. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, I hope you all enjoyed the show. Please don't keep us uh, the best kept secret. Share us with your friend. Share the podcast. Share the Facebook Live video. Um, You know, let other people know if you've gotten something out of this show, please share. And of course, stay tuned because coming up next right after me is Ellen Likend and her show Poker Divas, where she talks all about how even if you've never touched a deck of cards, how you've been playing hands of poker your entire life. Uh, She always has such a wonderful show about mindset and about helping you uh, in your business and career and in life. And uh, tomorrow, of course, we have Joan and Priya with Follow Me Friday and Tony Martinetti, Nonprofit Radio. And we will be back next week. But remember, next week is our last week of the year. So catch us next week, and then we will see you in 2019. Stay tuned, and we will talk to you soon.
1: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
5: Hey, all you crazy listeners,
2: looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at
3: talkingalternative.com.
4: Do you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place.
3: Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakand, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc.